Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's so great how many people have really embraced the concept of a staycation, whether it's learning a new language, how to make their own path, or even just spending time with their kids because when we're always on the go these things are harder to do so if there's a silver lining in any of this it's definitely that as parents hey thanks for listening to we're momming today if you're listening on a smart speaker or website make sure to find me lauren simonetti on your favorite podcast platform like apple Podcasts, google TuneIn, and stitcher and don't forget to leave me a review Momming today with Francesca Page, a mom and travel expert about what a family vacation can look like. Francesca, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Um, so this is annoying because I, I feel like every time I go to say, let's go here, something changes and there's a quarantine in effect or what have you. So what are some realistic options for families this summer? Well, despite the fact that we are coming towards the end of the summer, there are still a few great vacation options out there when it comes to family travel. Now, generally speaking, in terms of modes of transport, driving is going to be the best mode of transport for a family because it is a much more controlled environment for members of the same household. Now, we also know that the coronavirus is having a different impact across the country, with some states seeing a decline in infections and others an increase. So this is where you're going to want to do your research. Okay, so you do your research, you say, we are going to drive to the New Jersey shore. Mm -hmm. Where do you stay? Because if you are um, daring enough to stay in a hotel, um, they might be booked. And Airbnbs, which a lot of people seem to prefer right now because it's a more contained environment, those are hard to come by. And I got to tell you, they're awfully expensive. Well, I wouldn't completely get rid of the idea of staying in a hotel. Um, You know, regarding staying in hotels, staying overnight in a hotel is actually a relatively low risk activity. But again, this is if it's members of the same household that are traveling. And this is because it seems now like the risk of getting infected um, from touching surfaces is actually pretty low. And on top of this, the majority of hotels have been going overboard lately with cleaning and disinfecting, making the chance of touching a contaminated surface pretty slim. Now, having said that, a rental property, as you point out, is a great way to go because you can clean the rental when you arrive and then you've got full control once you're there. And then you're also able to choose who you are exposed to. Now, some rental companies like Airbnb have rolled out stricter cleaning protocols to ensure the safety of both guests and hosts. So be sure that you read up on your rental company of choices policy before you book. Okay. All right. And, you know, theme parks are starting to open again. A lot of people say that could work for us because they're limiting capacity. They're outside. Um, Are are you seeing a, a demand for some of the theme parks that have started to open? 
Well, to some degree, I mean, and the theme parks, you've got to remember, are implementing a lot of changes too that include social distancing, mandatory face mask wearing, and obviously increased disinfection. But in general, any activity that's mostly outdoors and where you're able to limit the number of visitors that you are around will be on the safer side. You know, this is just because less people is definitely, you know, safer than more people. And yeah. that's, that's going to include busy beaches too. And I've got to stress that because it's the same with any outdoor environment. You just have to keep your distance. Um, You know, one great activity that does seem to be on the rise is camping in a national park. And this is probably the safest activity just because it's outdoors and you're likely to stay with your own family or social group. The only thing with this is not all of them are open. As I mentioned, you've really got to do your research and check before you go. Yeah. Okay, I know. It's actually really difficult to even find camping gear right now. <laughs> Ditto for pool gear and backyard gear because I think everybody, you know, is a little cooped up and under the same wavelength. But, you know, the staycation idea, I guess that seems fine, but I don't know. I get bored in my backyard in like two seconds. And the idea is to spruce up the staycation so it feels more like a vacation. Yeah, I mean, listen, a staycation is a great idea. And, and, one good idea, if you're not too far from, you know, your city center, wherever you are, you know, you could get to know your area or your city better. You know, I think taking out an old fashioned map and just sitting down with your spouse or your partner or your kids and creating a treasure hunt, so to speak, is a great way of seeing your city in a new way. And even if certain monuments aren't open, use the car, pack a picnic, roll down the windows and take a day trip. And as you point out, you know, and I know that my local Walmart and Target has sold out of almost every pool toy, paddling pool, grill setup, and lounge chair. But, you know, I think a lot of people are really trying to create the feeling of summer at home, even if they can't get to a beach or even an outdoor space. And, you know, what this does show is that, you know, it's so great how many people have really embraced the concept of a staycation, whether it's learning a new language, how to make their own pasta, or even just spending time with their kids. Because when we're always on the go, these things are harder to do. So if there's a silver lining in any of this, it's definitely that as parents. The travel industry or the airline industry has come out and said, they don't expect the air travel demand to return to pre-pandemic 2019 levels until 2024. Yeah. That's four years from now. If you are thinking of maybe going to Greece next summer or taking a trip to the Bahamas in the near future, is the near future really four years away? You know, I think the whole landscape of travel has been changing so quickly that it's very difficult to predict what that landscape is going to look like by the next big, I would say, um, peak in the travel annual year, which tends to be after summer, we get towards the holidays. When people are traveling to see their family, once we get towards Thanksgiving, Christmas, we're going to have a whole other um, a whole other landscape to deal with. Four years from now, you know, I predict we'll be, we will be back on planes. I think air travel will happen again, um, definitely more frequently. But I think the question becomes international air travel versus domestic air travel. Domestically, people will have to see, you know, family, relatives, uh, loved ones. 
But international travel, particularly for leisure, is definitely going to take a hit. And it's hard to say how long that hit is going to um, have an impact. I know, and you know, if you go on Instagram or any social media, you see all these posts um, of people just reminiscent of their old lives when the world was open, and you can just see it. Yeah. And now we're we're struggling to just get creative with our with our time off. Um, uh, yeah, we're thinking of a, a family vacation next year. It's our ten um, year anniversary, and I have a big birthday, but yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. Yeah, I mean it's it's about the plan B with everything. I mean that's not just that's not just about um it doesn't just cover travel. It really is with everything. Um you know, we we were moving house when all of this happened and we've had to go from one idea to the next to the next in the middle of it. So uh with your kids it's very hard. It's not easy. I mean none of this is easy with children because you know, uprooting them and then you say, "Okay, we're going to go to Disney World next year." And they're looking forward to it and you've got to turn around and say, well, I just don't know that's going to happen. Um, or you can, you can go, but you got to wear a mask the whole time. Like 100 right. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to have more money right after this. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We're back on We're Mommy today with Francesca Page talking about perhaps Disney World. But first, I have to ask you, you said you just uplifted and uprooted your family during this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> uh, we were living in New York. We were about to move. Um and we have family. I'm actually doing this from Florida right now. Uh, we came down here in April, March, and we've been down here ever since. And we are virtually looking to buy a house back up north. Um, this is a crazy, crazy scenario, but a lot of people are forced to do this now where, you know, you're you're signing leases or buying houses without ever seeing them, you know, to make that move. Um, so we've just been it's been nuts. I mean, I've got an 18 month old and she's been moving around and in a pack and play and it's a very strange time, but you know, I'm in travel. I grew up traveling. My parents traveled a lot. Uh, and I think it, it has its pluses and minuses. She's seen and done some, some things she wouldn't have necessarily because of it. Uh, she's seen her grandparents a lot, so that's good. Uh, and you but, have, you're with your parents or your in-laws? Yes. Yourself, yes. Right we have some family here we've been we've been with um which is helpful but uh so are you still looking to move back up north or has the florida sunshine kind of <laughs> well i was down here for 6 years before i moved up north okay. last time so uh no no we we're, we're moving back up north um i i'll miss it but we will be we'll be back up north soon but in a completely different area we're looking to move to connecticut so um, yeah, that will be a big change from busy Manhattan. <laughs> and you'll never see that house until you have your key. No, no, you know. it's, it's, it's wild. I've actually got my mom who lives in Boston. She's been kind of looking at houses for us. She drove all the way down to Connecticut to look at them. Um, but yeah, we'll never see, we'll never know. Well, it's, it's, 
it's nuts. And you know, we're not the only ones doing it. There's a ton of people doing it. Um, yeah, very different landscape, very different environment. Uh, you know, it, it really is unreal. I pinch myself sometimes and then just like, wait, this is actually going on. Yeah. And no one knows when it's going to end. Um, yeah. So I'm working from home and the days are really long. And oh. they're the same. <laughs> and so most people know my kids don't know I'm working from home, but except now they do. Mm. So today, um, because I have to cover long stretches when I'm on television. So I, it's, they can't just come into the room while I'm broadcasting because, you know, that would be a huge disturbance. But my daughter has figured it out and she just walks in now. And she walked in today naked. And I was like, oh my God. Oh no. And I was speaking, I'm speaking on air, I'm like shooing her away with my hand off like to the side of the camera. And I said to her, I'm like, honey, if you're, if you're going to come in here, just have your clothes on. Because this way, I can get to the shot, and you know, we could we could kind of make lemonade out of the situation. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have out of ideas of even what to do with them. You know, I haven't sent them to camp. There are very few options if I wanted to do some sort of camp or activity. You know, we're not going to like a shopping mall to cool off or just walk around. You can take well, you could, but I don't take them food shopping. Um, we're limited with our playgroups and we are just, I'm banging my head against the wall because I can't come up with any more activities than the ones I've already thought of. So when I do these podcasts with creative people like you, I'm like, give me ideas. Where can I go? I know. Well, I wish I had, I wish I had a better scenario to, to give you as an example, because I've, got my my daughter here who's 18 months and then my my dog and she started to like I know it's common but she started to impersonate the dog uh, <laughs> because she's never really hung out with other kids so to her her closest you know example of another small creature is our dog so I caught her eating dog food yesterday <laughs> Oh my goodness! And I thought that's it. That's the end. Um, because that's her main playmate. Um, yeah, it's it's you know I wish I so wish for her she could be in a playgroup. I wish she could have that exposure. And it's difficult if you're working as a parent because you just can't give them that. I mean, I wish I could. It's exhausting. But in order to work and to and to be there for them like that, it's very hard to keep them entertained. Um, but it, you know, it. I, I wish I had an answer for that. I'm very grateful that she's not in school right now because my sister, who's got three kids, she's in LA and she's been saying the same thing. I just don't know what to do with them. You know, it's really hard trying to when they were doing schoolwork, trying to help them with that. You know, to to do school from home and then around that um, throughout the summer, it's been really tough. You know, I think we've got to get creative. And I remember when this first started, seeing parents just say, you know, have to put their foot down with work and say, look, you know, I I can't be there at four o'clock. I've got to take my son out and throw, you know, throw a ball around. Like, I just have to do that. And I, I think parents are having to work out a different kind of um, work uh work basis, you know, for the work play basis even, um, so that they can spend time with their children. I've watched me and my husband do it and it's, it's hard, but you know, you have to do it. You can't forget about your kids. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I hope it does change, but in terms of activities, go outside while you can, at least it's the summer, go outside. That's all I can say. And it's the safest place for them to be and for you to be too. 
Yeah. You know, since you are a travel expert and since I do have your ear, have you planned or taken a vacation with your family that you would recommend or share how you did it, what you did? Uh, this summer? Um, yes, recently. COVID affected. No, only because I feel like I went on vacation and never left. <laughs> which is true. <laughs> um, uh, I just got, I mean, I, I'm in Florida. So for me, there wasn't really anywhere we were going to go. Uh, but this is in, in some, some capacity an extended vacation for us. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of just Florida is an example of a place that is, has so much if you're on vacation because you've got beaches and you've got the intercoastal and all the rest of it. And of course we've had some really high numbers recently. So one has to be very careful, but I've just looked at activities that we can do that are outdoors. And for me personally, as a parent, I've been utilizing the time that I have to go outdoors when she's asleep or when I have moments to myself where my husband can watch her. I started take, I took up paddle boarding. I go out at sunrise on the water when no one's around. Um, those sorts of activities where I feel like, okay, well, I know once things change again, I'm not going to be able to do this. So you know, I've taken my daughter swimming. She never would have, she never would have been in a pool. She never would have gone swimming. Um, I've just been doing a lot of stuff outside, you know, and at night we'll grill, we'll spend time together and really just make the most of what's left of the summer. Because I feel like this has made everyone realize things can change so quickly, so quickly. Um, and just appreciate being around the people you love as much as possible. Well said, and we will end it there. Francesca, so good to catch up. Thank you, too. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmead. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.